0: welcome to the podcast everybody this is episode number 92 my guest on today's podcast is kettlebell specialist drew miller you know instagram is a great tool social media is a great tool to connect with people in the fitness industry and when you kind of see somebody who looks like they know what they're doing then actually proves that they know what they're talking about you find some quality people that are you know, fitness enthusiasts that are there to actually provide value and help people. And uh, in this podcast, I get to talk to Drew Miller, the creator of Kettlebell Academics. And, uh, you know, he's known for teaching people how to maneuver, grip, use the kettlebell so that you can actually benefit from it. It's a great tool. It's a unique tool. You can use it anywhere. Uh, That's all I need. Well, that and the steel mace and clubs you know, all the other unconventional tools, you know, they just add a little different dynamic to your workout and it's great. So uh, without further ado, you'll love this podcast. Drew's a great guy, super knowledgeable, and uh, it was a fun conversation. I hope you guys all enjoy it. Myself and the kettlebell and the way I move and I've integrated it as part of, uh, Uh, some of my main workouts every week with my clients and I've been feeling really good and I try to look to other coaches out there for for help and and uh you know learn as much as I can about this tool and I came across your page so I would love to uh, go in depth about your story and how you got into fitness and how uh you got into learning the kettlebell and teaching the kettlebell
1: yeah sure sounds good man I, I love sharing my story so it's always uh it's always a great uh, great opportunity to, to talk about my, my past and my experiences.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So jump right in. So how, how long ago did you get into fitness and
1: training and, and, and all that? Okay, well, I, I mean, going back to my, my start of my fitness journey, I've been into fitness for a long time, like over 20 years. So I'm 37. Uh, I started back in high school. Uh, Actually, a friend of mine took me to the gym one summer and I probably went seven days straight for about four months. Uh, So I was hooked uh, pretty much right away. And I I got introduced to fitness through the the, the bodybuilding kind of method of training. So, you know, you train one body part a day and you exhaust it so you can't move your arms the the next day or your legs are hurt. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'll tell you, that's still very common amongst a lot of of kids getting into the gym, yeah. you know, as my my experience as a coach and teacher, everyone's doing, hey, when's chest day, when's leg day, it's still like the, you know, it's the very intro uh, gym rat 101 bodybuilding style of exercising that everybody kind of learns about
1: right away, you know? Yeah, yeah, that that, that seems to be the... The, the introduction or kind of the, the gateway for a lot of people to learn about fitness or learn about working out and taking care of their bodies that the bodybuilding uh, method or bodybuilding genre it seems to be the first uh, category that people learn about. So um, that's how, how I got introduced to it. Um, and it got, I got hooked on it, you know, You know, I mean, being a uh, an athlete all my life, I played sports all my life, so I've always been, been competitive, and I've always enjoyed how my body performs at a high level, and, you know, utilizing my athleticism, like I played baseball, football, basketball, ran track and fields uh, in high school, so... I, nice. I've always been yeah, into you, how my body really performs athletic. and how it moves. Um, so then when I got into the gym and started exercising, and I saw how I could actually enhance that. It, it pretty much hooked me right away. So uh, that's started when I was around 16, actually even going back to when I was 13, 14 years old, I used to like get under my bed and bench press to one side. I used to grab my yeah. dad's briefcase and fill it with books and I do upright rows and bicep curls. So, you know, fitness and exercising has always been a, a passion and a big interest of mine, even, even go back to a young age.
0: How did you go about education when you first uh, started working out? Did you go to books? Did you go to the YouTube? I mean, uh, maybe YouTube wasn't out back yeah, then. Yeah, probably wasn't out. Um, but what was your what go to? Uh,
1: well, well, truthfully, I was pretty fortunate. I'm the the one the first gym I started going to, the first membership I got. I met a lot of pretty g- good people in there, so I got to kind of pick their brains and you know guys who were older than me and and kind of learn about you know certain exercises and just initially how to start putting you know workouts together and uh my friend jamil he's my boy from time he's still my one of my best friends now today he had a a, a pretty good idea um he had some experience before me so he, can, he gave me some pointers in terms of what uh kind of exercise to focus on for certain muscle groups and you know how to kind of plan out you know daily um you know what, what muscle groups are you are going to focus on and that kind of sure. thing so um in terms of magazine i never really got into magazines too much um not really into any muscle building, muscle building or bodybuilding magazines a lot of it was just kind of talking to people in the gym like like I said I was there every day like three hours a day so I was I was a gym rat uh, when I first got introduced to it so I, sure. I kind of learned a lot just from speaking to people
0: now that that's really that's really good to hear because I feel like today's day and age a lot of kids they're afraid to go up to somebody and ask them questions um, I feel like you know i'm i'm tip I like to typically think I'm an optimist, but from what I've seen over time, people are having harder and harder time communicating with one another. Um, but I do think it's super important to, for people to hear that, you know, someone like you going up to, to people that are a little bit more experienced, it's okay to do. It's what we're, we're programmed to do. It's okay. And people hopefully want to help and give that guidance. No, You're definitely right. Uh, but yeah, and very, it, very- it
1: is un- unfortunate uh, in today's age where a lot of our communications through our phones or through a screen. So the ability to actually talk to people and, and you know work on your communication skills and between people has kind of fallen to the, to the wayside a little bit. And, and, and also I've noticed, uh, you know, in the gym setting, um, you know, you have newer generations that are coming in, you have, you know, uh, you know, younger kids and, you know, people are getting exposed to the, the gym setting and the fitness setting. And yeah, it's true. I guess because of that social disconnect, you don't have as many people who are experienced that are willing to lend a helping hand or, you know, walk over to somebody if they're doing a lap pull down wrong, or if they look like they're going to hurt their knees doing a squat, um, unless they're getting paid for it. Right. You know, so, it, you know,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. That's why, dude. That's why I'm glad for guys like you. And you know, the social media platform has a ton of benefits. You know, it introduces and connects people and shares information so quickly all over the world. And you know, it could be a useful tool. But uh, I'm very adamant about coaching and and uh, just like. You know mentoring people especially interested in fitness because fitness opens a door to so many different areas of thinking and um you know just kind of going about everyday life and and shifting of perspective and it teaches you challenges physically and mentally yeah. and uh you know there's so much that you can learn about your body physically, which translates internally, which translates to you know your connection to a uh you know something bigger, which I think is so important mm-hmm. so um how long did you uh, did you until you realized that you had a knack for coaching? It actually people.
1: happened pretty quickly. Um, like even go back to my sport days when I used to play on teams, I was always a vocal leader. So you know whether it's motivating guys or you know motivating teammates or not. nice, not being a coach on the floor, but you know kind of direct guys and, and giving people a, a different perspective. So uh, I've always had a, a knack for seeing something that someone else doesn't see. I guess in themselves um, or in, in terms of certain situations. So when it came to, to training and coaching, um, it just kind of felt natural. Like I, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy teaching people something new about their bodies or teaching them a new exercise they haven't d- been able to do before or when they struggled with, um, you know, being able to give people a skill or give people a tool that can empower them in whatever they're doing in their lives. Um, that, that, that just, you know, gives you that, that euphoric, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing Definitely. type feeling, you know, you know sometimes that, that hard to explain, yeah. but there's that feeling you get in the pit of your stomach that, you, you know, you're on the right path and, and you're doing something that that really resonates with you. Um, so it's actually funny, my first client, so when I first started training, uh, I started at 19. Uh, my first client was 65. <laughs> so uh, you're dealing with somebody with totally different perspective <laughs> on life and, you know, totally different backgrounds and everything. Like he was from like, New Zealand um and you know i worked with this guy for three years and it, w- it was just a really just a really good feeling and i really connected with being able to work with him and you know build his functionality back being 65 I mean, he's you know had physical issues he's dealt with as he's gotten older so being able to help him with that and empower him and you know see the confidence in him grow and, and his body get stronger and inches changing and losing weight so it was, it was a really awesome thing and it just motivated me to want to do that more and more
0: Oh, absolutely! Um, you know, as a, I started myself when I was eighteen, and I've realized over you know the thirteen years I've been I've been training, coaching, and teaching the the different amount of people I've talked to over my my career, the different amount of journeys I've been on with them as far as weight loss or whatever the struggle is. Uh, learning from the experience of all these different people throughout my developmental stages of my life has been such a an interesting, fun uh, way to kind of like think about how I, I I've grown and developed over time and hopefully have, have made my personal impact on them as well. Uh, but it's such a rewarding feeling. and I definitely know what you mean about that euphoria, knowing that you've had something or a feeling that you're going in that right direction.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, when you think of, you know, your 13 years, I've, I've been in this going on 17 years now and you know, it, it's that, it's, it's, it's such a good feeling and knowing, you know, to do this well, you have to be very passionate about it um, definitely. and to do it for as long as we have, um, you know, for anybody. And I, I really find this is one of the few professions or I, I wouldn't know, but I'm maybe a little bit biased, but I really don't care. Um, but, you know, <laughs> we, this is definitely one of those professions where, you know, we get as much out of it as what we give our clients and, really you know, totally. the, the successes of our clients, we share in that. And, you know, it, it, in, it, in, it inspires us, you know, to continue to oh, want to meet new people and help other people and see other people grow and succeed and accomplish whatever goals that they have when they when they first came to you uh, in mind. So, you know, as much as we go through our client successes, you know, we experience those successes as well, and it, it that that's I think what really inspires and really motivates people like us to to want to continue to do this and and to to work with people where you know we have to change a lot of things of what they're used to doing or things that they're comfortable doing. And, you know, that can be a struggle to to work with people, especially as they get older. Sure. Um,
0: sure. And, t- and, and, and explaining it and communicating yeah. in an effective way to where it's uplifting and not, and not, uh, you know, negative impact, you know, like that's, that's not an easy thing to do. It takes a long time to develop, people skills and communication skills and and self-awareness and environmental awareness and awareness of you know the people that you're working with and there's so many different types of people that we encounter like it's amazing how different people's ways of thinking are and upbringing and how that all ties in yeah. and it's it's really it's really made me fascinated with the the psyche and consciousness as oh I for run. sure and,
1: and go back to a point that you you talked about earlier You know, fitness or, you know, exercise is a lot of times the easiest way to create change in somebody, right? When we talk about, you know, the holistic, you know, health of an individual, right? It's the physical side, it's the mental, it's the emotional, spiritual, like everything about us and, and, you know, everything that's part of our being, where people who are struggling, and you know, we live in a very stressful time or a very difficult time, where you know standards of living can be very high, and you know, jobs can be stressful, and personal lives can be stressful, Like a lot of, lot of stuff, shit that we got to deal with. And you know, if, if we're unhealthy in different levels, and especially mentally, spiritually, and physically, uh, a lot of times the physical is, is the easiest way to kind of tap into how we can actually create change in somebody and create growth in somebody. And, you know, as you talked about, as the, as the physical side starts to develop and get stronger, then the mental side starts to come with it. The emotional side starts to come with it. And that's where, you know, we can create a better balance in, in the clients that we work with, the people that we influence. And, you know, that, that's really what fitness is about, right? Because when you think about who we are and what we do, we all, like, I find a lot of people who are successful in this have a story themselves. Right. You know, they've had a struggle that they've yeah. dealt with or situations they've, they've had to overcome and fitness was a tool to help do that. And now we're passing that on to other people. Right. We knew it worked for us. Like I I was an overweight kid when I was younger. Like I was diagnosed with asthma and like I couldn't run around a soccer field without getting, you know, getting out of breath and wanting to pass out. So. You know, coming through those struggles and, you know, seeing my body change and develop through sports and, and exercise and seeing what it did for my, my mental capacity and my self confidence and self esteem and being able to pass that on to other people. It's, it's, it's a beautiful gift to be able to share that.
0: For sure. And we'll break this down even further. So you said you started with, you know, traditional bodybuilding style, single exercise or single uh, body part splits. How long into your fitness career did you discover the unconventional side of fitness and kettlebell specifically?
1: Uh, Well, kettlebells, I was introduced to in 2006. So actually going back even before that, uh, when I was in university and playing football, I got into strength and conditioning with uh, obviously their programs there. So that's where I started to learn about Olympic lifting, um, kind of more, you know, mobility training to help with recovery and just keeping the body um, uh, risk of of injuries low. Um, So I got to get I got to got into more of the outside of the traditional bodybuilding style workouts. Uh, but it was in my university time, just after university in 2006 when I got introduced to kettlebells and I actually just took, kind of took it out on a, of on a curiosity. There was a, a course being offered through the gym I was training at and just at a, on a whim on curiosity, I decided to take it and it was the best decision I ever made. Um, it, was a, it was a 16-hour course uh, from a guy, Ajemu Bernard, he's actually a good friend of mine, shout out to Ajemu. Um, so he had a, a course called the K-Bell Training Academy. So I took his course, the weekend course. Um, first eight hours, 16 hours on two days, the first eight hours, it literally kicked my ass. Um, so I, I knew there was something to it to, you know, for my body to be challenged that much. And, mm-hmm. um, did that just kind of started me on my path and my journey and it's grown, grown ever since.
0: Yeah. dude, the kettlebells an extremely unique tool. I've only been swinging it around for two years. Um, and it's changed the game. It's changed the way that I go about fitness and exercise. It changes uh, the way I teach fitness now, like I, you can do so much with it, with this tool. So um, talk a little bit about how you've you know, used a kettlebell over the years and how it's kind of changed your training specifically.
1: Well, a couple of things that really, like you said, it, it really changed a lot of my outlook and my philosophies to how I work with my clients. Um, it, it, you know, kettlebells are, are very, is a functional tool. So as much as it can promote strength and, you know, changing the body and toning and in inches and all that, my, where I feel as big strength is actually teaching the body just to move well and, and to be stronger through movements. Um, you know, one of the benefits that I find and, and where I use it a lot with my clients, especially newer clients that I work with is it's a great assessment tool. So because of its unique shape, and the fact that you can hold it in many different positions, you could actually use it to assess a client or assess an individual to find where imbalances are, where they tend to be yeah. weaker in certain movement points. Um, like things like holding bracing and core tension, like a lot of things that we take for granted. Um, and we don't think about, you know, consciously in the front of our minds, but are very important skills and tools that as we get older, um, you know, really are vital to how we just function and kind of are able to move and, and just work through our daily lives. Um, so using that as a tool to really assess clients and build strength for their core and to have better hip mobility and shoulder mobility and, and just to feel more confident about how their bodies move. Uh, and then by complementing that with other styles of training that are more traditional and work on building strength, uh, specific um, muscular strength and, you know, creating adaptation and fat loss. Um, but you know, when you think of a, of a movement pyramid or an exercise pyramid, um, or of a, of a periodization model, the first thing we got to do is make sure that our clients move well. Well, and for me, kettlebells was the best tool to learn how, our, how my clients move, learn where the deficiencies are, and actually have a tool that can strengthen that and create better balance uh, through their bodies.
0: Yeah, dude, that's beautifully said. Well, well said. Uh, but then like part of our job too, is to kind of teach the client's mentality now and, and, and to get them into the, the whole idea of, hey, dude, we're trying to teach you to move better you know what i'm saying this is not like all right let's go do some bicep curls some chest or whatever and you know we're going to try to figure out a way to start losing weight and get on a specific diet or whatever even though there's uh there's ways to go about those those types of things training the psyche of the client the everyday dude who goes to work and in a stressful environment that's trying to make ends meet and has you know other problems going on to, to, to say hey look this is what we're trying to do in this one hour or whatever time limit we're we're doing this, you know, two times a week, three times a week. You need to practice this. I'm trying to make sure we're and see where we have our, our imbalances. Like you were saying, where can we have an add, you know, a, a different type of dynamic to optimize you specifically. Like that takes time. It takes time and patience. Yeah. You know, we got to explain that to the T,
1: you know? Yeah. And, and it goes back to what we were talking about before. Um, and that's why I think the the bodybuilding method was easier for people to learn about fitness because you only have to focus on one muscle, yeah. You have to focus on one muscle, one movement plane. It, it they were there were easier exercises to learn, right? It was easier to get into a fitness routine or get into the habit of going to the gym and exercising. Whereas when you think about kettlebell training, mace, you know, mace bells, um, like a lot of those function, a lot more functional tools that are out there now they are more challenging because it's not just strengthen the body. We're strengthening movements. We're strengthening coordination and balance and mobility, stability, how to accelerate, decelerate a load. It's as much skill development as it is just training muscles. And like you said, there's such a a large mental component to it. um, Because, you know, for people who aren't, say, quote unquote, athletic or who aren't the, you know, the actively inclined that are going to be out exercising a lot or playing sports and just moving their bodies a lot. It's tough for them to learn how to do a kettlebell swing or something that requires Mm -hmm. coordination and, you know, how to create synergy through your body from your lower body to your upper body. So, you know, definitely the cueing and that's where um i created kettlebell academics is to give coaches a better sense of how we can teach and cue clients who are new to kettlebells or just new to functional training at all in general um you know what are the key points that we want to focus on what are those foundation principles that we want to make sure clients have right from the start so that they create the best habits so you can just build on those layers you know as you continue through their programming Um, but yeah, you know, when it, when it comes to functional training, it's, it's as much, I I say it all the time. It's as much skill development as it is exercising. Like you're teaching your body and learning skills that are going to carry over to other things that you're doing. Um, whether it's in the gym or outside the gym, that's, that's one of the other things I love about kettlebells is that they carry over into anything else that you do functionally or, or athletically.
0: Oh, totally, man. One hundred percent It's so fun, but yeah, um so you, you mentioned the steel mace. do you uh ever use that at all or- i I've,
1: I've dabbled in it, I've played around a little bit. There are a couple in the in the studio that I'm at um, that that's next on the list, uh, but i haven't uh, haven't incorporated too much into my training yet, but I, I do I do appreciate it, and I definitely respect the the benefits that it holds.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm fascinated with all these unconventional tools. I feel like there's a way that you can integrate all of them together. Like I've been really uh, getting familiar with the mace and combining kettlebells and mace together, yeah. you know, because you can do the same types of style of training, just offset weight training in different planes of motion and really teach your body to, to or challenge your body really to to – to, to move better and to, you know, get more advanced in movements and and really think and and change your, your thought patterns about the way you're moving. And you said, you said it, you know, they're learning skills. You're it's a, it's a, it's a cerebral, uh, thing now. And I think overall, and as I, you know, as I, I build my steel mace classes my unconventional classes up here in Chicago, um, that's like, been one of the biggest things that i've been talking about it's 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 resetting and, and recalibrating your nervous yeah. system you know and, and my whole idea you mentioned talking about stressful lives and you know society kind of requires a lot out of us uh, you know to 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 live in a in a in a nice way and uh like part of my philosophy here is become more parasympathetic get more in a calm relaxed state so that you know you can be you know, less heightened states of awareness so that you can kind of enjoy and understand the information that's coming into you purely. Yeah, I like you know that. Uh,
1: that, that. That's a great approach to, to have and, and to teach people. And, and, and that's hard for people to do. I mean, it's hard for me to do. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for everybody. I mean, I find myself,
0: I find myself, you know, stressed out about things. It's because, you know, when, you know, when you want to do something well, and you want to like, and especially when you're in the beginning, and you're passionate about it, like, you know, you care about it, and there are things that you just want to be consistent on before you can kind of like trust yourself to get yeah. into flow. And I think, you know, it's another aspect of how these things kind of intertwine. So, let, let's a good segue, even, to talk about flowing with yeah. kettlebells and how flowing with kettlebells could kind of translate into flow of everyday life. So we are feeling uh, at equilibrium. So we're not, you know, too worried about this or that or whatever the case may be. What
1: are your what are your um, what are your what are your experiences with kettlebell? Flows? Well, uh, first of all, I love kettlebell flows. <laughs> that's, that's my first experience. Um, you know, it's it's it just creates another it just gives you another layer to work with and you know even going before flows you know kettlebells allow us like you said to move in, in multiple planes right kettlebells maces indian clubs like those unconventional um offset weights that force our bodies to be engaged and to have muscles active that are working through i call it three-dimensional like you're working pretty much three-dimensional training right and You know, different from the traditional styles, you know, free weights, dumbbells, barbells, body uh, or bodybuilding style workouts is, you know, you're moving in one plane only, and there's no real sense of... Or there's a lower sense of awareness or adaptation that's required because you know that weight's only moving in one direction. Whereas with a kettlebell and the ability to move in multiple planes, the ability to switch between tension movements and ballistic movements where you're working with momentum, the body's always constantly adapting. Uh, And like you said, there's such a a strong mental component that you have to be focused and aware of what you're doing because I can't...
0: I like to they dialed in. You You got to be dialed dialed in, in. like no
1: question. Like I, I set all my clients. I set their focus before they pick up a kettlebell and do anything, Uh, because that kettlebell can take you in all different directions, and and if you're not focused, it can hurt you. Um, So to move effectively and to move Mm -hmm. safely, you got to be dialed in. You got to be really uh, zoned in on on what you're doing. Um, But with flows, you know, it just allows you so much creativity and freedom of movement while teaching the body to move freely while creating Uh, muscle activity, right? So tension on the body. Um, And again, the ability to switch between grind tension movements where there's more tension in the body and you're holding more muscle contraction, to more ballistic free flowing movements where you can teach the body to switch between tension and relaxation to work on coordination from your hips to your hands and to move in multiple planes where your body has to adapt to different patterns and create a a muscle firing action that is more complete for the body and not just individual to one muscle. So It challenges athleticism. It challenges, you know, natural functional skill sets that we have, um, but we're not always utilizing. Right. And and kettlebells kind of highlight to us where we're weak and where we haven't been focusing on our training or where we haven't been focusing on um you know keeping our functionality at at a high peak so uh it 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 humbles you and and it it will expose you to things that you're not used to doing that's why i love giving a bodybuilder a kettlebell and trying to get them to do a movement and (laughs) they see how how different it it feels on their body and the sensations are 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 totally different um but but, it, it yeah, just, man. you know, just totally. to be able to give people another sense of how their bodies can get stronger, other than just moving a weight on one plane and trying to directly, you know, trying to build that beach body physique and just directly focus on one muscle. And um, I, I just find there's there's much more of an empowering result uh, from that style of training. That's also, I think, more beneficial longevity wise. Um, I, I've had less injury rates with my clients training with kettlebells and other you know, functional tools. And I have doing traditional oh, yeah. body, bodybuilding style workouts.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. No, we talked about like challenging your patterns and like, kind of like uh, unleashing the athlete that's in you or used to be like, I was, uh, I was talking to my dad and my dad was a, a very, very good athlete when he was younger in his twenties and thirties. And, you know, a very good soccer player came over from, from Italy to the United States. And, you know, with his, uh, with his team in the United States did, you know, like a lot of good things as far as like their, their age group and division and nothing like too crazy, but he was a good, you know, he was a good athlete, not super professional level or anything, but a good athlete. And as he's gotten older, let everything go athletically doesn't move anymore. Just kind of, Dan, I'm walking a lot. I'm walking a lot. I'm, I, I I try to convince him and he's a real (laughs) stubborn guy that doesn't want to change his habits at all. But like for the love of God, I tell him like, you know, where you're eventually you're going to have grandkids, you know, we're going to want to spend time doing a lot of things and you're, uh, you know, healthy mentally and physically enough right now to understand that if you make these changes in your physical pattern and challenge yourself a little bit more, you're going to wake up that inner athlete that used to be in you, you know what I'm yeah, saying? And sure. I think like, sure. I think like this is another way to kind of show people be like, Hey, you had it before you once had it in it, or, or at least some point in your life. Let's re, let's reawaken those those abilities again because it's in you. And you could yeah. do that with these offset tools, in my opinion. I've never yeah. felt so good. You were saying how, you know, way likely to become injured, especially when you're doing these these kettlebell movements and, and supersetting and flowing or however the way you break it down. It doesn't really matter how you break it down or do them. The fact is mm-hmm. you, you do end up doing them and, and you do see a, a full effect on a, on a lot of levels.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you the, the best – feedback and testimonials that I get from clients and anybody that I work with a lot of times has nothing to do with their aesthetic changes. You know, the best feedback I get from clients is I can get out of bed and my back doesn't hurt yeah. me. Or, you know, I can do chores around the house and my knees are not bugging me. I haven't had to go to the chiropractor in the last six months where before you, I was going every, every week or every other week. Like I find th- those kind of testimonials and that kind of feedback I get those feedback from my longer serving clients. Like my average client retention is six years. Um, And, you know, they come with me and they stay with me because I I don't just change their bodies in terms of weight and building muscle and burning body fat. But I change how they feel about their bodies and how they actually interpret how their bodies move. And the fact that they can feel confident doing things that they weren't able to do before, you know, and taking on more challenging yoga classes or deciding to do a half marathon Mm -hmm. or like even just tackling chores around the house that they were afraid to do because they were afraid of throwing their back out or hurting a knee or twisting an ankle, and you know th- those those functional improvements those are those are reinforcing you constantly. Like you know the the, the number on the scale can be wacky you know it mm-hmm. can give you a number one day that you love and then give you a number one day that you hate and you just you get frustrated with the whole process it's too it's uh, too uh
0: it's too sympathetic for me like you you, yeah. you think about it too much and you know it, you make it that much of like a a, a a thing that that defines you and that's not healthy long term exactly. we're, we're we're talking long game here you know what I'm saying?
1: exactly exactly and, and that's, that's 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 the whole key to right it's it's the long game um you know and, and but like i said that you know the number on the scale can be very fickle and it can it can love you one day and hate you another day but when your body feels good when your body feels strong that stays with you all day long you know that doesn't leave you like one of my one of my longest serving clients is is a dentist and he will perform procedures where he's sitting down for 4 5 hours straight and he's got to be very still and he's very meticulous with his tools like you know he's working people's mouths with their teeth and you know working with him and i train a lot of functional work with him do a lot of mobility work on his hips and his shoulders a lot of core stability work we do a lot of ton of stuff with kettlebells and you know he tells me all the time how amazed he feels after a surgery and he still has energy instead of feeling exhausted and like, he feel like you know it's he like he's gone through a marathon like his body is more durable to handle the rigors of his day and he'll do two three operations in a day sometimes um, you know, it, it's those kind of as that kind of feedback that lets me know that you know there's something to kettlebells. There's something to the functional training aspect. You know, in blend with other things as well. I'm, sure. not, I'm, not, I'm not saying we don't use traditional styles. I'm not saying we don't do bench presses and deadlifts and all those other things. You know, but we create a well-rounded balance where it's not just focused on one side or the other because our bodies can benefit from many styles of training and many different disciplines. And, be, you know, our, our bodies are so unique and have, are, and there's so much versatility to it um, That's only trained one day, one way, just doesn't seem logical, right?
0: So, 100%, dude. I mean, yeah, it's, you're totally right. It's, in, it's so interesting that, you know, we get caught up down, but it's, it's normal that human beings, it's, it's a, it's a normal thought pattern. People get caught up in their way they think. And then we want to identify with a certain modality of exercise. And then when we do that, that's it. Like I identify as a runner, yeah. I identify as a yogi. I just lift weights. I just do CrossFit. I just do kettlebell. Like a lot of people use it as an identification and, mm-hmm. And like, you know, guys like you, you're talking about this holistic approach where we're trying to be well-rounded. And I try to talk about like stuff like that on the, on the podcast a lot and try to break away from our natural tribal instincts and kind of look back and understand what all these can actually do and how they can provide value to the individual because we are so individualized. There's a giant spectrum, you know, and we, it's, it's important to be aware of this. And I think it's important to talk about this at scale to remind people, yo, let step back. Let's take a look at all these different processes here, you know, and oh, yeah. see how is it going to work for you? Maybe try it, yeah. you know, because it's, it's
1: okay to try something else too, right? Well, and that's just it, right? And a lot of it comes down to people's comfort zones, right? They will identify with one style of training, one method of training, one method of exercise, like runners are runners, you know, you know, cyclists are cyclists, you know, kettlebellists are kettlebells, bodybuilders are bodybuilders in a lot of sense. Um, because a lot of times there's a comfort zone or like you said, there's that identity that, you know, again, creates a, a, an empowerment, creates a confidence or something they can be aware of. Um, so it's hard for people to want to step outside that circle step outside that bubble. Um, and, you know, me being a kettlebell specialist, I still use other styles of training. I just started incorporating body weight flows and animal flows into my into my uh, uh, training. And Dude, let's talk
0: about that. How, how did you hear? Like, are you a fan of it Do they influence you at all? I'm, I'm
1: actually a big fan of Onnit. I, I love this stuff, love what they're doing. So actually, my influence, I was just in Miami last week and I met up with um, Jason Figorski at U.S. Jim yes. Kendall. Uh, I go by yes. FixFit on uh, Instagram. Shout out to FixFit. He's the man um yeah we met up and he introduced me to some body weight body weight flow techniques and animal flow stuff and i loved it i love the.
0: yeah he does a really good job with that I'm, I'm trying to get in contact with him for a podcast as yeah, well he's awesome. uh, but yeah he does a really good job with the body weight flows and the kettlebells and he's a well like mixed guy yeah. like yeah. that's why that's part of the part of like what, what i'm trying to do with the podcast is too is like connect all these words yeah. you know so like i'm trying to find people that you know, do animal flow, mess with the steel mace, do the kettlebells, still stick to, you know, traditional style lifts and have these like unique fitness perspectives. I think it's interesting. Well, you know? it's,
1: it's about having an open mind. Right. And, and I mean, the fitness yeah. industry, I mean, there's so much variety. There's so much there's so many different methods and techniques out there. And, you know, it, it is good to be a specialist in something like I, I chose to specialize in kettlebells Definitely. because I enjoyed it more than anything else. Um, but it's good to know that you have other tools in your toolbox and that, you yeah. know, every client that you have, you know, there are going to be certain tools that are going to benefit. Like every job is going to require a certain tool, um, some more than others, you know, but it, it's, in and in how we, and a lot of it comes down to, again, is how we approach our clients, right? Like the biggest thing is what they need first, mm-hmm. right? And if we feel there's yeah. a certain tool that's going to benefit them the most or a couple, then that's what we're going to use. Um, but you know, yeah. it, it's, it's good for us, especially as, as the, as the training professionals and as the leaders uh, for people to improve their health, improve their well-being, that it's good that we go out there and we try different things, that we experience Definitely. new modalities and new training methods, new piece of equipment. And, you know, for, for us to test it on ourselves and, and to really walk the walk, um, it just raises the level of integrity when, it, when we bring it back to our clients, right? You know, it, and, you know, 100%. whether we take it on full force or we just dabble in something, maybe get a couple of ideas out of it. But if it can benefit somebody, then that's great. And you know, it's. I think it's always important, you know, no matter how long, how long you've been in this industry, that you continue to stay humble and you continue to look at how you can get better. Because every day you can get better at something, whether it's something that you learn on your own or something you learn from working with a client or working with somebody that day, there's there's always something to learn. There's always growth, and I think that's what I love about, about being a, a a trainer and a coach is that there's there's always growth. Like there's never you never reach that peak of the mountain. You never reach the top of the mountain. There's always something yeah. new you can try or something new you can learn, a new client that have a new issue that you've never dealt with before that you have to learn and figure out. Uh but there's always growth. And, and I think that's the exciting thing about this as well. And what you know people that are very passionate about being in this industry, that's what keeps you going and keeps you motivated.
0: Definitely. And I love like I love going on that journey with that individual and yeah. and you can do these separate journeys with however many clients you choose to have or how many regular classes you choose to teach and however many teams that you coach like you can have this relationship in in a lot of different ways and it is dude it's so euphoric yeah like i remember i'll i'll have i'll I used to have days when i was working in in a, you know other schools and i was a, away from you know, the fitness world and not training as much. And, you know, there were days when I was done at three, four, four o'clock, like feeling super drained and learning to adjust to a a new style of teaching and all this stuff. And, um, you know, it it takes time and and more and more of that to, to gain perspective. And I'll tell you, you know, like I, I have days now where I'm, I'm, I'm coaching, I'm teaching clients, I'm training one-on-one, I'm doing different types of classes, and I'm doing it all day long, whether that I have a game or something, you know, but it's some sort of coaching or or teaching or whatever. And by the end of the night, as I'm driving home, I'm, like, so fueled up. I'm so on, like, edge. Like, oh, my God, this is crazy. What an amazing day. I'm going to go to sleep, and I'm going to do a a version of this tomorrow. (laughs) Holy shit. You know what I'm saying?
1: It, it's it's like that that end of the end of the day inventory. When you look back on all the, all the people that you've impacted, and you know the great sessions you've had, and the client successes they've had, and yeah, no, for sure, I I, I totally get that. You know, you just yeah, you had those days where just everything just seemed to click, and you know, clients had great experiences, you had great experiences, yeah, and, yeah. That's that's what it's all about. You know, for people that are going to last in this game, that's that's what it's it's got to be about. Um, because you know, we we're, we're, we put ourselves here and, and we put ourselves in a position where we're in service of other people and we're in service to help people, you know, help yeah. people better their lives in whatever way, even if it's not just the fitness component, but just the social component. Right. Like I'm sure I think you know, everybody has at least one or two clients that the fitness part is kind of secondary, but they just enjoy the time they spend with you. or They enjoy the time they spend in that group class or, you know, yeah. with other clients and, you know, the, the, the culture that you that you're able to develop in your in your business and with your clientele. I mean, we, we give people something that they take with them for the rest of their lives. And I, I can't think of anything really better than that.
0: No, dude, that's pretty badass. It's really special. Yeah. It's really special. Yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit about that mental side and what you do to kind of, you know, cut the edge off. Do you have a meditation practice? Do you do a breathing technique that that you want to share with people?
1: Uh, you know what? I, I've actually just started recently. Um, definitely meditation uh, is, a, is a big helpful tool. So just, you know, trying to find a, a calm state, in, in, in the mind, uh, you mm-hmm. know, transitioning between still working with clients and then also growing a, a kettlebell brand where I'm coaching and, you know, teaching courses and workshops. Um, so, you know, there's those days where the brain just doesn't shut off. And, you know, even when I lie down to go to sleep at night, my brain is just a, a hamster wheel just going. Uh, definitely yeah. having that that meditation state, um, you know, having that, that peace and quiet where you can just kind of let the brain shut off. Uh, honestly, a big big piece for two is, is my girlfriend Alyssa. She's amazing. So
0: shout out to the shout, lady. Out,
1: shout out to the lady, man. Yay. All guys out there, man, have a great lady in your life. It makes life so oh my God, life it's so so important. much easier.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, I, you know what? Let's 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 talk about that because you know, um, part of, of what I want to do, uh, you know, as an influencer, as a podcast, is like broaden the spectrum of masculinity okay. and like make certain things cool that you know you know dudes going through puberty might not think is cool but 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 fucking having a nice woman someone that you know you can share life with is so
1: important it is It, it really is like like my my girl lisa she's an entrepreneur as well and you know we both have days that are just grinds and you know she'll have her grind i'll have mine sometimes it's at the same time. Uh, but what we've yep. done is we plan date nights. So we have nights where we just kind of get away from business and get away from work and just kind of allow our minds to shut off and just be present, be in the moment. And I, I know I, I used to have a very Definitely. tough time doing that. Um, trying to stay present, you know, you're thinking about what's ahead or you're worried about what's happened before. And- it's an ongoing thing. We always try,
0: we always have to like balance that every day. I, I don't know about you, but every day I have to remind myself that. It's, it's
1: so true. And it, it's, at least now it's, I'm definitely more aware of it. Uh, you know, I've been working with an NLP coach and work with a couple of business coaches and they, they've helped me so much in terms of just being more aware of not letting, you know, stressful situations or, or, you know, not getting too overwhelmed with, you know, everything that's going on or all the action steps that I have in in place and trying to get done and tasks that you gotta do. And you know, being an entrepreneur is tough. It's challenging. And if, if you don't have that balance and you're not able to just kind of center yourself and become present again and find a balance. I mean, you know, being an entrepreneur, running your own business will will run you into the ground. It'll burn you out, Um, and I and I've I've reached those states before, and so. But uh, you know, yeah, having a a a wonderful partner in your life, someone that you can share your your life with, and share your fears and um, your successes, and you know, just someone to be open with. You know, there's really yes, that's right. Yeah, there's really something empowering about having someone in your life that you can be vulnerable with, because when we put up a a shield or put up a wall or a mask all the time that that's draining on us that that's that's a lot of energy that we waste and you you know it being able to express yourself and get feelings out and speak out ideas and thoughts it's a way to kind of cleanse your soul and cleanse your body and cleanse your mind Um, because if we don't express and we don't communicate or don't don't share enough it all just gets clogged up you know it's, it's it's like a drain getting backed up and you know that just and I've experienced this myself personally, and that causes anxieties. And I, I used to deal with pan- panic attacks because I wasn't, I was just clogged up. Like I just had too many thoughts and feelings, and fears and emotions that just kept building up inside me, and I had nowhere to express it. Um, you know, so having, you know, people in your life, you know, and that's why they talk about having a strong circle around you that you can be open with and yeah. be vulnerable with. And yeah, you know, my girl, Alyssa, she's, she's amazing. She deals with my crazy, grumpy, moody days. And, you know, we have great days as well. And we're happy and we share a lot of successes together. And Um, but yeah, you know, that, that really goes a long way in terms of keeping the mental side in check and, and when the mental side's in check, the emotional side, you're able to maintain a a better balance with that as well. And. You know, you, you got to have that because, you know, being an entrepreneur and then being in this industry, unless you work for a big box gym, you're you're on a roller coaster and you have to learn how to be able to deal with the ups and downs of, of running your business and trying to grow a business uh, or it'll 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 run you into the ground. It'll, it'll beat you up.
0: Totally. And uh, you're doing a great job of it, by the way. So let's re- you, re- let's talk a little bit about uh, your kettlebell business and workshop and and like how you break that down. So what, what does that entail?
1: So, you know, the biggest thing uh, I wanted to do was to create a a kettlebell education resource uh, for trainers, coaches, anybody, users, people who just want to learn about kettlebells and just to give a good fundamental breakdown, Um, you know. What I see a lot in the industry, um, seeing in person, see a lot online is, you know, people look at kettlebells as just some funky tool that, you know, you pick it up and you start doing swings with it and it makes you look cool or you're going to see amazing results right away. Um, where I want to come in is to be a, a, a resource for people and to provide the knowledge and give people a, a method and... Uh, an actual system that they can work on where they can get to those exercises that are more advanced uh, and and use them and be able to perform them successfully. Um, nothing makes me cringe more than seeing a trainer who has no experience with kettlebells at all, giving their clients a kettlebell swing. dude
0: me too man <laughs>
1: nothing, <laughs> oh my God, they, I used to
0: work with these guys that used to oh give people man. steel
1: maces and they have no
0: idea how to use the steel mace and they yeah. would do all this crazy shit and then you know what you know what no i 'll tell you what else will make you cringe more when the next day they come in and they say god my back hurts from that mace exactly. thing
1: exactly well, okay
0: yeah. now now it's a disrespectful thing
1: well not what well, you, you you can almost premeditate that you can almost predict that if you see them doing, yeah. it, doing a swing it correctly they're going to they're going to come back in the next day they're either they're either going to complain about their back or they're going to say i hate kettlebells and i don't want to do them anymore yeah you know and and you know it's and and that's where we're really Kind of motivated me more was when I started to get more into social media and, and putting out my content and seeing what's out there and seeing what people are learning from. You know, people think the kettlebell swing is a beginner exercise.
0: Yeah, right, right. You
1: know that's and that's like saying doing a thirty-inch box jump is a beginner exercise.
0: Yeah, everyone seems to quote unquote know what the kettlebell swing is or we use the kettlebell just for swings, but it's extremely it's extremely advanced. And like I wait a long time before I, I teach this to clients. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or at least I I build it up to like the la- the latter part of the 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 whatever the system or whatever. I mean. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think that's and and that's where I wanted to come in and to really you know, shine a light on this and give people a resource and give, just give, give people a good understanding of, of what kettlebells are and how you can use it effectively. And also how you can use it ineffectively. You know, if you want to incorporate this into your training programs, whether it's for yourself and especially if you're going to incorporate it with clients that are you practicing the right, uh the right steps and are you practicing the right skills and the right techniques so that somebody's one, not going to hurt themselves, and two, they can actually get the benefits of kettlebells and what and what you're trying to get out of them. Um, so like you think of something like a kettlebell swing as an advanced movement. Uh, what I actually take a lot of people through in my workshops is show a progressive system to how to lead people up to doing a kettlebell swing. So how to promote a proper hip hinge, how to reinforce grounding uh, going over breathing techniques. Cause there's a breathing style to doing a, a ballistic movement uh, of a kettlebell swing. So it's how you would prep somebody, you know, take them through a, a program design or a periodization model where you can actually get them to a swing where they can swing a weight. Now that's actually a, create a physical change it's going to create some type of adaptation um that's the biggest problem people either just don't understand how to set it up properly or how to teach somebody how to swing properly or they just use too light of a weight right And because they don't know they figure give them a lighter weight and just practice it but all they're practicing is bad technique you know, so to give people the the knowledge and you know skills and, and just the right steps that they can practice and know what to utilize and what they want to instill in their clients, where they can get to the kettlebell swing and now it's an actually an effective exercise uh, that they're using for their clients.
0: Totally, man. Yeah, the kettlebell swing, and it, you talk about that and how it is advanced, and you have to break it down. But when you get it and you understand the real mechanics of a kettlebell swing and and you do it regularly and you challenge yourself with weight or you, you know, you do them with you know, combined with another exercise, it really does play a significant role in your development. Strength, power, explosion, the way your lower half looks, it's such a, an effective way to 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 you know help yourself. Oh, for sure.
1: I mean, I can say for me personally, I'm I'm in the best shape of my life every year, and it's because of kettlebell training. Like every year I can say I get in better shape than I was the year before. And it's because of kettlebells and, and, and how I, and how I totally. train with them. Um, and, th- you know, the same with my clients. And like I said, my, my clients stay with me for a long time because I, I give them not just, you know, the aesthetic look, but also the, the, the functional just strength and confidence uh, of how their bodies get stronger, just moving functionally and just, you know, feeling more empowered and just having better awareness of how their bodies work and, and what they're, what they're capable of doing, you know, doing being able to do more than what they thought they were able to do because their bodies are, are able to handle it now.
0: Yeah. Which has a ripple effect. Like once you figure out, Oh shit, I can do this with the kettlebell and I can move this way. What other types of things can I pull out of my bags of tricks now? You know, like maybe they want to go and start a business or maybe they want to try and challenge themselves in this way or that way. I'm finding that a lot of my clients, they're trying to find new ways that they can tackle something that's been bothering them when they learn these methods. It's it's, it's oh, yeah. amazing to me. And now I'm doing it. I'm doing it with classes, class sizes and it all, you know, uh, on, on my own terms. And it's 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 nerve wracking. It's. It's, uh, you know, I don't know what the future holds, but at the same time, like I have like the, the trust and uh, confidence in myself to execute this. And when it, when it does start to like kick off and into full effect, I know it's going to have a real positive effect on people. And that's why I'm fortunate to talk with guys like you guys who are in the trenches going and growing their brands day
1: to day. And you're doing a kick-ass job with it, Drew, man. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And and, and you know, to expand on what you said there, I like what you said and, uh, you know. And it goes back to like what I said before: is that you know through physical exercise we can empower the mind and empower the the spirit and the confidence in an individual. And any physical challenge that somebody's able to accomplish, you know, it's like putting money into a bank, right? You, and you build in, up uh, credit in your in your account. So now, when you're coming to challenges that are outside of the gym, now you have this confidence and you have this 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 banked up. You know amount of just bravado where now you you feel more confident taking on challenges and you don't you know that that fear factor doesn't grip you as much anymore right because you've you've been able to experience it in a gym setting like you know clients of yours that have been able to accomplish something physically that they weren't able to do when they first came to see you or months before you know that builds so much confidence in somebody that carries over Not just what they do physically in the gym, what they do outside in their lives, whether it's professionally or personally, because now they know that they can take on challenges and they can overcome them. Right. And and every challenge, Mm -hmm. every challenge that we overcome is just that extra layer of confidence that we develop and we build. And and that's why I said, I, I, you know, exercise is such a great Avenue to strengthen somebody, not just in their body, but who they are as an individual as a whole. Right. And, and, you know, it's Mm -hmm. it's funny where I, I think every trainer, you know, Trainers that are good at it, you know, we're, we're, we're psychologists, you know, we don't just train people, but we, you know, like you said, we tap into their minds and we, we learn about their, you know, their mindsets and what stresses them, you know, we learn the, the things that empower them and the things that make them vulnerable, what's their kryptonite, like we have to learn all these things about them, right, so we can help help mm-hmm. move them forward and, and help them overcome challenges, uh, so, you know, as we learn these things about them and then we learn what coaching cues and coaching tactics we can use to help them overcome these things, right? So we don't just tap into, we don't just work on the physical side. We really tap into everything about the individual that challenges in life inside the gym, outside the gym, you know, how many burpees or swings or snatches you can do, or, you know, how much work do you have to do to get that promotion or, you know. Family troubles. Can you know, can you rectify a relationship, or you know, create a better bond with your kids or friends, or you know, you know, reconcile you know broken relationships in any shape or form. But you know, when we can overcome challenges in the gym constantly and build that confidence. We we can carry that over into overcoming challenges in their, in all our, all parts of our lives.
0: Definitely, dude. We're psychologists too. I think about that a lot. It's like you're you're so right. We tap into their minds. It's great, and to hear you say all those things make me. I mean, you're that's the the definition of the of a great trainer, right there. of A great human, right? That's like how you add value on the, you know, the hundred millionth degree. I clarify you as a connected soul, my friend. Thank you, sir. I appreciate
1: that. That's
0: not- <laughs> yeah, for sure. You are definitely a connected soul. Do you have a spiritual practice? Do you, what do you do?
1: I, you know, I, I really couldn't say I do. I just, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very aware of who I am and, and I, and I make sure I stay aware and I stay present with who I am, even when things get, get stressful and my mind get, can get stressful. At least I stay aware of when I'm being stressed. Um, I, you know, a, a lot of it is it's kind of growing up and not going with the norm. Like say for instance, you know, I have two, you know, two parents who are both in law. I got a brother who's a, you know, an information technology uh, specialist at, at a bank in our, in our, in our city. You know, and they mm-hmm. did the nine to five job. They went to school, they got their degrees and they did the nine to five stable job. Me, I went to school, got my degree. I decided I didn't want the nine to five job and I knew who I was and what I wanted to do and what I wasn't what I was going to be good at. And I just went with that and, and I, I pursued that passion. So, um, you know, I think just really being true to who I am and just understanding who I am as an ind- individual and knowing my strengths, knowing my, what my weaknesses are um, and be willing to work on them. Um, but, you know, just, you know, as you say there, you know, being really connected spiritually, it's a lot of it's just from my experiences of being a coach and, and working with the people that I have worked with over the years and sharing in their successes and, and sometimes sharing in their pains as well, you know, and as I said, being a psychologist, we also take on people's energy and, you know, we take on the good, we take on the bad and we, we try and take stresses off people and make them feel better about themselves and you know have make make sure they have a great experience so they feel better leaving you than when they first came in. Yes, I um, understand
0: all the things that I fucking say. I love it. Yeah. Dude, but, but, dude, you're yes you know it's it's weird how like um you know they say uh, like attracts like and opposites yeah, attract. Man. It's so you know, like you you attract the people in the circle that you're supposed to attract. Like yeah. you know I I I reached out to you for a reason and, you know, to talk to you, you're a fucking awesome guy. You're a good trainer that you're, you're knowledgeable. You move. Like I was going to ask you again a little bit more about your, the way that you flip the kettlebells over. I just started kind of doing that. You're yeah, a
1: juggler, cool. like man. Nice, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. you know, and it, you know, I appreciate that. It's true, man. Like, you know, when, and when you, are able to stay true to yourself and really stay present with yourself it's true you attract that kind of energy right and and yeah. like you know my girl she's amazing and being able to have her in my life is a blessing and being able to network with people like being able to travel to different cities and have people want to come and, and meet, meet up with me and reach out to me and you know swing and flow with kettlebells like that's that's awesome like that's yeah like, it's, it's it's actually humbling like it's, it's hard for me to believe sometimes that people you won't come see me like i'm just me like this is who i am Bob yeah but, uh, <laughs> where, where are you out of I mean I'm, I'm in Toronto so I'm in Toronto Canada so go Raptors oh, nice.
0: I love Toronto man I, I visited uh, a handful of years back but when I was there it was amazing awesome, man. Great
1: street, great yeah place. you know this beautiful city man there's so much here I mean so much culture and diversity and yeah it really it really is an amazing city and you know like I think I was just traveling in Miami last week and you always love your city even more when you travel and you come back to it and you you realize how unique your city is and the things that you can kind of take for granted sometimes. But yeah, I love my city, man. This this place is home.
0: Awesome, dude. Well, Hey, it's been about an hour now and I want to respect your time and just really thank you for coming on the show. Where can everybody find you Uh, on Instagram and your websites and your links to your, your, uh, your kettlebell uh,
1: programs? Well, first of all, man, Danny, thank you so much for the opportunity to to come on and speak with you. Uh this this is always an amazing experience. I, I love being able to meet uh like-minded, you know, passionate individuals like yourself. And you know, the more people I can meet in this industry and share ideas and experiences and collaborate, you know, dude. Collaborate, collaborate in the future. Like
0: this is this is just the beginning as far as yeah. I, I can see things. Like uh one of my really good friends, dude, is like almost exactly like you, man. Like the way you talk uh you know your training philosophies and like we 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 you know we collaborate a lot in Chicago and we have a couple of different ideas about you know different retreat ideas that we want to do mixing different types of uh unconventional training so like the the you know the world is is a complete experiment from here on out we can do whatever we need to do to teach people these modalities because they need yeah. they, they're looking for this information and exactly. you know Like We we need guys like you and me and and people in the industry to kind of, you know, articulate this stuff and break it down and and make it digestible for people to kind of make an actual practical thing in their life,
1: you know? Exactly. Well, you know, I just the thing for me and, and at the root of all everything that i do is all because of i know what kettlebells have done for me i know what the, the you know fitness and training has done for me over my life but particularly kettlebells and i just want more people to experience it so oh, you know yeah. the more the more people i can get hooked on it and, and you know i get you know, DMs and messages every day from people and, and, you know, thanking me and telling me how much I inspire them. And that inspires me like that. Yeah. That's, that, that's what makes it all worthwhile. And, and like you said, like, you know, we're, we're all so connected now, like, you know, communication is so easy on social media and all, all the forms that we have, um, you know, it's, to be able to get messages from people from across the world, like Australia, England, Brazil, like Hong Kong, like everywhere. Like it's, it's an amazing thing. Um, and it's, it's, it's inspiring to know that just something that I picked up and just, you know, just had a skill for and a knack for, and, you know, be able to juggle kettlebells and throw them around. And now I'm starting to share my information and people that are really resonating with it. And I mean, have people messaging me telling me that I'm changing their whole idea of training now and there, right. now they're going to <laughs> kettlebell training and they are getting away from, you know, doing walking on the treadmill or doing the body, ball, body, uh, style training too much. And it's really an awesome thing, man. And it just, it just motivates me to want to continue to give out more and, and inspire and, and really connect with as many people as possible. And, yeah, being able to connect with, you know, other coaches like you, it's 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 an awesome thing, man. And I'm I feel truly blessed to be on this platform and to know that it's still growing and there's still so much more to do.
0: Yeah, dude, for sure. I'm excited about the future. So what? So what is your Instagram and where? What, what are your websites?
1: So my Instagram is Drew underscore Miller underscore KBPT. I also have another Instagram page, Kettlebell Academics. If you want to tag me on that, I do features uh, on that page. Uh, you can check out kettlebellacademics.com. That's my website. That's all my information there. Uh, I do online coaching. I work with one-on-one or small groups in my city. Um, I'm even uh, going to be working with some other coaches online in terms of teaching them how to work with kettlebells so i got a little online mentorship program that i'm, I'm getting up and running uh, and i got workshops man i got workshops i'm doing around my city i am willing to travel so uh if you know anybody in the in their cities i'm willing to travel come to your city and and teach you all about the the beauty and and the 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 art and the science of kettlebell training and and really exposing people in in person to uh how wonderful it is and how much it can empower you and empower your clients dude
0: Awesome! I love the kettlebell. I love your enthusiasm for it, and I'm i love that you're out there teaching this because people, they they you know they they should learn it. I don't want to tell them how to live their life, their <laughs> life, but they gotta they they gotta take the kettlebell. Don't listen to me. It's like, take the,
1: it's, it's like you don't have to do it, but you should do it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs>
0: Totally fucking do it because it like again, it will make you eventually start to think that you're you're superhuman and you can battle things much better, and you know you become that much stronger internally and well, yeah just, you
1: know? just hey dude thank you so much for fucking yeah man coaching. just developing that resiliency in people man that's what it's all about and just empowering them man danny thank you so much man really appreciate the opportunity it, it was awesome keep doing what you're doing man you're doing great things here you know being able to connect coaches and, and give people this kind of experience and give people this knowledge uh it's an awesome thing man you're an awesome dude, dude.
0: I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. I I got more ideas, dude. So I got, I got some things coming around the corner and I'm going to need to, to really start to keep, uh, you know, uh, reaching out to people like you and, and others out there like primal you know we didn't talk about eric leha dude mm-hmm. that guy is another kettlebell in specialist that's insane oh, you know he changed he changed the way i look at kettlebells and there's you know marcus martinez another guy oh, yeah. who's
1: just, those, those, are, just those, are, awesome. those are ogs right there man those are those are guys that that i highly respect man i, I see what they do and i get some ideas from them those guys are awesome
0: yeah dude they're the best so like i'm trying to reach out to people like that so that you know we can keep teaching people on a on a a bigger scale and you know coming together and doing these things and you know being the names of the kettlebell or being the name that you know the names that people associate with the steel mace or clubs or whatever
1: i think it's important because it it does provide that huge value i agree man And, and you know to have you know guys like eric guys like marcus guys like you and myself you know to take the lead and, and, you know, really get to the forefront and give people this this kind of information and give people resources and opportunities to really yep. experience how, how just how awesome kettlebells are, how awesome, you know, the unconventional, the functional style of training and just how empowering it is. And, and you know, the, the sky's the limit in terms of what people can, can benefit from it, and what they can do with it.
0: Hell yeah, dude. Amen. That's it right there. What a podcast, huh? Drew Miller, kettlebell specialist, kettlebell academics, outside of toronto one of the best movers on instagram if you want to learn how to maneuver the kettlebell properly he's one of my go-tos for sure so i want to thank action coffee go to www.drinkaction.com right now and get yourself some amplified action coffee mct infused coffee you Get 12 uh, percent off with promo code danny so be able to make sure you check them out uh I want to thank Well Vibes Organic CBD. If you want quality CBD, make sure to use Well Vibes. And you can use promo code Danny at checkout if you choose to and get 20% off. Quality CBD oil and tincture, balm, salve, all that. Vapes, dog, doggy treats, uh, capsules, and I'm going. And also uh, formula, nootropics. Go to getmyformula.com right now. If you need something that is going to help you enhance the way you think about things, I'm very interested in nootropics and formula nootropics have individual stacks for you. You can go out on their website, getmyformula.com, and you can take the test, and then they'll send you a, a individualized formula stack. That's it, everybody.